Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. This morning, I want to talk to you, and and the way I want to open up this message is I want to open up with a question. I want to open up with a question. And the question is, can you hear the voice of God? The question I'm asking you this morning is, can you hear the voice of God? Are you hearing God's voice? The answer to that question is, yes, you can hear the voice of God. Hello, I said, yes, you can hear the voice of God. And one thing that's been on my heart so heavy for some time now is that I myself, for me personally, that I'm hearing God's voice for my own life and my own walk with the Lord. Something that's been heavy on my heart is that I would, I would hear the voice of God uh, for my family's sake. Something that's been heavy on my heart is that I would hear the voice of God for the church's sake. You want your pastor hearing from God. Amen. And that's heavy on my heart. But let me tell you what else is heavy on my heart. What's heavy on my heart is that you would hear the voice of God. That you would hear God's voice speaking to you. And I hope that that desire is also heavy for you that you have a a heart and a hunger to hear God speak to you and the good news is this morning is that yes we can hear God speak we can hear God's voice do you remember what Jesus said in the gospel of John in John 27 Jesus said these words these words Jesus said my sheep hear my voice Guess what? We're his sheep and he's our shepherd. And we, Jesus said that we can hear his voice and that he will know us and that we can follow him. Friend, if Jesus said that we can hear his voice, then we can hear the voice of God. And I'm just here to tell you this morning, if there's ever been a time, we're living in a nation today that, that is... Uh, that is in total rebellion really to God and his voice and wanting to hear God's voice. So it makes it that much more vital for us as God's people that we make sure that we're ready to respond and we're ready to hear the voice of God for our own life. Do you have that desire this morning that you would want to hear God's voice for your own walk in life and that you would definitely want to hear God's voice as you lead your family and you would want to hear God's voice concerning your future? Jesus made this statement here in the Gospels talking about hearing His voice. And in the Gospel of Mark chapter 4, Jesus says, If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. He was talking about hearing spiritually. And if you continue to read on in verse 24, Jesus actually said these words here. He says, if anyone has ears, let him hear and consider carefully what you hear. 
Consider carefully what you hear is what the Lord said. In other words, it could be translated like this. That the Lord is reminding us that every day that he is trying to speak to us and we need to be so in tune and we need to be ready to respond and be uh, uh, ready to carefully listen to every word that God would want to speak to us. He's telling us that he's speaking and we need to hear him and we need to listen to him and we need to be ready to respond to him. Now, this upcoming uh, September the 11th, uh, my wife and I got our, our dates and years all situated yesterday, but this upcoming September, September the 11th, my wife and I are going to be celebrating 22 wonderful and glorious years of marriage. Hallelujah. I love you, Lisa. I love you. And I'm serious. They have been wonderful and glorious. Now, year two and year three may not have been so wonderful and glorious, but thank God for grace and mercy. Amen. But there's something that I've learned a valuable lesson that I've learned over 22 years, almost 22 years of marriage. And what I've learned is that men and women communicate very differently. Can I get an amen? Amen. I got a bigger amen over here. Men and women communicate differently. And I want you to know that there's actually been clinical research on something I'm about to share with you right now. Clinical research has been proven. Whether you believe it or not, I'm just telling you that the studies have been done and research tells us that men on average speak about 7,000 words a day. Men on average speak about 7,000 words today. Now, uh, now, mountain man from Duck Dynasty, he might be below average a little bit on that. But most men on average speak 7,000 words a day. Now, women, women, research shows, clinically proven, that women speak 20,000 words a day. On the average woman speaks 20,000 words a day. Don't say amen, men. Don't say it. And so when you take and, and, and bring all that information in, that men speak 7,000 words a day and women speak 20,000 words today, the information and the conclusion means that men listen more than women. Thank you, men. Men, men, you listen. You, you ha listen, if they're speaking 20,000 words and you're speaking 7,000 words, it's obvious that men are listening more than women. Since men listen much more than women, men have developed a very supernatural spiritual gift, and that gift is called selective hearing. I'm going somewhere with this now. Y'all just bear with me. Selective hearing. What is selective hearing? Selective hearing is when you hear only what you want to hear. Has there been any man in here accused of having the gift of selective hearing? Raise your hand. Wow. Wow. How many of you have ever heard the saying, if you can hum, you can hear? Anybody ever heard that before? <laughs> yeah. Listen, we, we laugh about being people who have selective hearing, but I believe sometimes that we can be guilty of allowing that gift of selective hearing to roll over into our relationship with God. I believe that God is, is uh, constantly speaking to us every day and sometimes we hear only what we want to hear. Come on. 
We, we hear only what we want to hear. God is speaking to us, but we hear only what we want to hear. And worse than that, some of us, that uh, we, we've already bypassed the gift of selective hearing. And some of us have hit the mute button on God's voice and there's complete silence. And we're not listening for anything that God wants to say to us. And I just want to remind you today that, that more than ever, listen, as we see things unfolding around us and, and we have a desire to want to draw nearer to God, more than ever, we, we need to hear God's voice over all the other voices that are trying to shout at us today. And there's a lot of voices trying to shout at us today that are trying to drown out the Lord's voice. You, you, you see, there's the loud voice of the world today of, of social media that's trying to drown out God's voice. We have political voices trying to be louder to shout out God's voice. We have the loud voice of our culture that's trying to drown out God's voice. We have the voice of the media trying to be louder than God's voice, trying to drown out the Lord. And don't forget, friend, there's the loud voice of compromise and tolerance that's trying to drown out God's voice. Church, listen to me. If we've ever needed to hear the voice of God over all the other voices that are shouting at us today, it's the day and time that we live in. We need, we need to hear God's voice. There's so many voices shouting at us today, and we need to make sure that we're hearing the voice of God how in the world, I'm asking this question, how in the world are we going to grow spiritually? How are we going to grow in our walk with the Lord if we're not hearing the Lord's voice? How are we going to know where to go and what to do spiritually if we're not hearing the voice of God? How in the world are we going to be able to stand firm when, when culture has put a pressure on Christians to compromise and to tolerate? How in the world are we going to be able to stand firm in these last days if we're not even hearing the voice of God? Every follower of Jesus Christ, we should be taking time daily to make sure that we're getting alone in the presence of the Lord so we can hear His voice. So we can hear His voice. How do we hear God's voice? How do we hear God's voice? We hear God's voice by spending time in the Word of God. Now, I'm going to share this passage with you here, and this is going to be the meat of my message, and I'm just going to highlight a few things, and we're going to pray. But I just want you to please follow along with me over the next few minutes. I want you to turn in your Bibles, turn in your Bibles to Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 3. In the Old Testament, the prophet Ezekiel. Ezekiel, the name means God strengthens. Ezekiel means God strengthens. And the reason that we can thank God that he strengthens us is because there was a calling over this prophet's life to go to the nation of Israel, God's people, who have rebelled against him during this season, and to take the word of God and to give it to these people. And God told Ezekiel, he says, you're going to take this word and you're going to consume it and I want you to take it to the people. But listen, the people are going to rebel against you too. They're going to be hard-headed and they're going to be hard-hearted. Isn't that encouraging to know as a minister before you even go? But then the Lord says, you know what? The same hard-heartedness, the same hard heart that they're going to have, I'm going to give you that same perseverance and that strength that can only come from me to make you hard too so you won't give up and you'll keep sharing the word of God even in those rebellious times. Aren't you thankful for God's strength? So Ezekiel was called 
And he's commissioned by God to go to God's people in a time of rebellion in a nation. And man, I just think about our nation today and the condition that we're in. And the call and, and the call and commission started for Ezekiel when he heard the voice of God for his own life and his own ministry. Listen, God spoke to Ezekiel and he spoke to him in a powerful and he spoke to him in a very personal way in that very season of his life. And I don't know about you, but that encourages me that God will come to us and he will speak to us in a powerful and personal way no matter what season you got going on in your life. Aren't you thankful for that today? And that's what the Lord did here for Ezekiel. He spoke to him in a very personal and powerful way. Listen to what he said to Ezekiel. He said to me, talking about the Lord said to him, The Lord said to me, Son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll. He's talking about the word of God. Son of man, I want you to eat what is before you. Eat this scroll. Then go and speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth. And he gave me this scroll to eat. Then he said to me, Son of man, eat this scroll I am giving you and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it, and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. He then said to me, Son of man, I want you to go now to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. Heavenly Father, please help me right now. Lord, I pray for strength. I pray right now, Lord, that we would have a, just an anointed time together as the word of God is preached, that you would make every one of us receptive to hear your voice and ready to respond. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. I want to just highlight a few powerful principles that we can apply to our lives today for hearing the voice of God. This probably won't be, you won't probably shout me down on this message here, but I want you to please just take this in and I want you to apply it to your life so I want you to hear the voice of God for your life the very first thing I want you to see here is that if you want to hear the voice of God if you have a desire to hear the voice of God for your life then you need to make sure that you're, uh, you're trying to feed from God's word you need to feed yourself from God's word God's word feeds us Ezekiel said that the, the Lord said to him, Son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll. Then go and speak to the house of Israel. And, and so I opened my mouth and, I, and he gave me the scroll to eat. Listen to me. There, there's so many ways I will acknowledge right now. There's so many ways that we can hear the voice of God. But the primary way that God speaks to us is when we feed on his word is when we feed on his word. Yes, when we pray, there's power in prayer and God can speak to us through prayer. God can speak to us through the promptings and the moving of the Holy Spirit in our life. God can speak to us through a brother and sister in Christ who will come and give us a word. God can speak to us through a message like I'm preaching to you today. The Lord can speak to us through the circumstances that we go through in our life. There's, I, I tell you, there's many ways that God can speak to us, but the primary way that God speaks is through us feeding on his word. And that's why it's so vital that God's people feed on God's word so we can hear his voice. Listen, I think one of the things now that's going on in, in churches is, listen, the Christians are not reading their Bibles. If we would just slow down and, and, and take time to, to feed on God's word for ourselves, we would be amazed at how much that God really wants to speak to us in our life. 
Don't, don't tell me that you're not hearing the voice of God for your life and your Bible's always closed. Listen, if your Bible's always closed, I don't expect you to hear from God. We need to make sure we're feeding on God's Word because when we feed on God's Word, that's where He speaks to us. If we would just rearrange our schedules and, and rearrange our routines to make sure that we're making time to feed ourselves, I bet everybody in here today, you're going to rearrange your schedule to make sure you eat somewhere today, right? Well, we need to make sure that we're rearranging our schedules every day so we can feed on God's Word. We can feed on God's word what does it mean to feed on God's word let me tell you what it means feeding on God's word means that you're reading God's word feeding on God's word means that you're hearing the word of God like you're hearing it today feeding on God's word means you're studying it feeding on God's word means you meditate on it it means that you receive it it means that you apply it it means that you live it the great Charles Spurgeon said this. He says, you can visit many good books, but you need to live in the Bible. And friend, we need to be living in the Bible. We need to be feeding on the Bible. Because when we feed ourselves the Word of God, the Word of God satisfies us. The prophet Ezekiel said this. He says, I opened my mouth and I ate the scroll and it tasted sweet as honey. Can I declare to you this morning that the Word of God is sweet? The Word of God is sweet to the soul because we know that life can be sour at times. Anybody know life can be sour at times? Life can be sour at times because of brokenness. Life can be sour because of the bitterness that we go through. It can be sour because of the battles. But despite all the things we go through in life, if we will feed on God's Word, we can feed on God's Word and His Word will be sweet and His Word will be satisfying to us. Sweet because the Word of God is powerful and living. Sweet because the Word of God counters the attacks of the enemy. Sweet because the Word of God builds up our faith. God's Word, I'm just telling you this morning, God's Word, it, it does something sweet to our souls when we feed on it. If life is sour for you this morning, I just encourage you to start feeding on the Word of God and He can turn that sour life into something sweet because the Word of God is sweet. Let's take a little poll this morning. How many of you love sweets in this place? Raise your hand. Glory to God. You're all in good company today. I believe that sweets are a blessing from the Lord. I believe they're a blessing from the Lord. The reason I believe that is because you can be having a bad day. And then all of a sudden somebody will show up with something sweet. And it's amazing how you can just take in that sweetness and your whole attitude and your whole outlook and life changes. You, you can be having a bad day and you can bite into a Kit Kat bar. Glory to God. Or, or, or you can bite into a chocolate-covered, cream-filled, crispy cream donut. Oh, somebody's feeling it this morning. You, you, can, you can take in that sweet taste of them donuts. You can take in that sweet taste of that Kit Kat bar and it brings so much comfort. It, satis it brings satisfaction to you. Well, the same thing that happens physically in your body, it happens in a spiritual way too because God's Word is sweet. And if we will just feed on it, the Word will bring comfort. The Word will bring satisfaction to us despite what we're going through in our life. And I praise God this morning for the sweetness of His Word. And if we will feed on it, it'll be something sweet for our souls. Hallelujah. So God help us to feed on the Word. Feed on the Word. Feed on the Word. 
If you want to hear God's voice, not only do you need to feed on the word, but you need to let God's word feel you, feel you. Ezekiel said this right here. He says, son of man, eat this scroll I'm giving you and fill your stomach with it. Say feel. Fill your stomach with it. Can I encourage you this morning that God's word will fill you? God's word will fill you. You, you, it will fill you with hope it will fill you with peace it will fill you with joy God's word will fill you with love God's word will fill you with encouragement God's word will fill you with wisdom God's word will fill you with strength God's word will nourish you and fill you so you can keep going in life hallelujah God's word will fill you but here's what's sad and here's what's tragic that Christians Never fill up on God's word. They never fill up on God's word. And I'm here to tell you today, and I believe this with all of my heart. I believe today that the reason most Christians are walking around consumed in worry and walking around weak in their walk with God, the reason why most people, Christians, are worried all the time and walking around in weakness is because they're not filling up on the word of God. Now, I know it's getting quiet in here. It's because we never take time to fill up on God's word. This is how the Lord showed it to me. Christians who never fill up on God's word are like people who try to exercise without never eating anything. How many of you ever tried to work out before and you go in there on an empty stomach? You just, you, you're weak and you won't perform. And I know there's a lot of people in here that like to run and like to work out. God bless all of you. God bless all of you. But see, we have to have the food. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to parallel here a, an illustration. We have to have the food in our bodies to fuel us so we can go and give it our best in that workout or in that run, whatever it may be. You're not going to be at your best if you go in there on an empty stomach. You're going to be weak. Now, Lisa and I, we try, to, we try to work out some, not much, but we do try to walk as much as possible. We, we try to take a three-mile walk or at least more, depending on the schedule, depending on the weather outside. We have to weigh all those things in. We don't want to put ourselves in arm's way. And so we, we, we look at what's going on, but if we can walk, we walk. But my problem is, is normally at breakfast time in the morning, I'll have a little breakfast shake, and I won't eat anything else the rest of the day until it's time to eat dinner or supper that night. And when I get home to walk that three-mile walk, it seems like a 30-mile walk to me. And it's because I'm empty. So what I've started doing and what I've learned now is I need to eat something before I go on this walk. So before the walk, I eat two Twinkies. Hallelujah. I'm just kidding. I don't eat Twinkies. I'll have a little snack bar, protein bar. And I'll have that protein bar, and it's like amazing when you're actually doing that three-mile walk. It's still tough, but you can feel there's energy there. There's some fuel there to get you through. And that, listen, we all need to make sure that we're filling up our lives with the Word of God. How in the world, listen, how in the world are you going to finish the walk that you're on right now with God if you're always spiritually empty and always spiritually weak? If you're not filling up on God's word, then you're going to be spiritually weak and you're going to be uh, spiritually empty. Taking in no spiritual food is not going to help you at all. And the only way that you're going to fight the good fight and the only way you're going to be able to finish the race is to make sure you're feeding on God's word and you're filling up on God's word. Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 4, he said, listen, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. 
Every word that comes from the mouth of God. In other words, I'm going to fill my life up every day on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. I'm going to fill up. I'm going to nourish myself with every word that comes from the mouth of God. And we need to do the same thing. You need to make sure that you're allowing the word of God to fill you every day. I know everyone in here has a daily routine of how you feed on God's word. Uh, Mine may look different than yours. You better hope it looks different than yours because I'm pastoring you and you want me to be in the word and, and be faithful in the word of God. And our routine, listen, that routine I have, when I get in the word of God, it's amazing to me that how you can hear a word from God that will bring satisfaction to your soul. You'll hear a word from God that will fill your soul. The Bible calls it a Rima word, a right now word. How many of you have ever been reading your Bible and, and you've been going through something in your life and, and you're, you're turning there and you're reading and there's something that jumps off the pages from the scriptures that just gets into your heart, that brings encouragement to you? How many of y'all have ever had that happen before? That, that, that's, a, that's what the Bible calls a Rima word, a right now word for your situation and your circumstance. And I'm here to tell you this morning that when you fill yourself with the word, he'll give you a right now word for your current situation. He'll give you a right now word for your life. He'll give you a right now word for the current crisis you're in. The Lord will fill you with a right now word that will help you press on and keep going. It'll be a right now word to keep you from giving up. It'll be a right now word to help you to be able to finish the race that you're walking with Jesus Christ. Aren't you thankful for a right now word? How many of y'all need a right now word today? Hands went up all in the first service, hands up in this service here. People need a right now word for their situations. I want to encourage you, if you lifted your hand needing a right now word, you need to make sure that you're feeding on God's word and that you're filling up on God's word. We feed on God's word. We fill up on God's word. So I can give you this final point here. God's word, so God's word can flow through us to other people. We feed on the word of God. We feed on the word of God. I'm telling you, this is really my prayer every weekend. Every time that I come to the pulpit on a prayer service, on a Sunday service. You know what my prayer would be? Lord, will you feed me from your word? Will you fill me with your word so your word can flow through me to other people? And that should be the prayer of every follower of Jesus Christ, that we would have a desire for God's word to flow through us to other people. Listen to what Ezekiel said in Ezekiel 3. So I ate it, and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. And then he said to me, Son of man, go now to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. When was Ezekiel supposed to go to the people? After he had fed on the word. When was he supposed to go? When he had filled up on the word of God. When he was fed and when he was full, that's when the word of God began to flow through him to a nation that was in rebellion to God. And Lord, help us today every one of us to make sure that we're full of God's word because listen God's word should be flowing through us as we speak to other people how in the world are you going to give somebody something that you don't have in you and when you're giving them the word you know you're giving them Jesus right you're giving them Jesus when you feed on the word you're feeding on Jesus when you fill up with the word you're filling up on Jesus when you're allowing the word to flow through you you're allowing Jesus to flow through you And people need Jesus, amen. People need Jesus. That's what God's plan and purpose is for our life. 
that we would allow the word of God to flow through us. Listen to what Jesus said right before he ascended back up into heaven. He said this to his disciples. He says, I want you to go into all the world and I want you to preach the good news to all creation. I want you to go into all the world and I want you to preach the good news to all creation. How are you doing with that? 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 How are we doing with that? Jesus said his last words before he was to go up into heaven and he says I want the word of God flowing through you to other people and I want you to go into all the world and I want you to preach the gospel to all creation give them the good news can I declare to you this morning that lost people need the good news lost people listen they don't need to hear a man's opinion they need to hear God's word they don't need to hear what's going on in the political realm they need to hear God's word Come on, church. People, they don't, need to, they don't need to get focused on the voices in this world. People that are lost, they need to hear the word of God because the word of God is powerful. The word of God is powerful. The Bible says it will never return void. The word of God is powerful because the word of God is flawless. The word of God is powerful because the word of God is fruitful. It's powerful because it will never fail. It's always, God's word is eternal. God's word is unchanging. God's word is living and God's word is active. God's word gives life. God's word saves. God's word restrains evil. God's word heals. God's word builds up. God's word is powerful. And the lost people need to hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They need to hear it. Brother, if you'll come and help me. We need to be a a vessel that the word of God can flow through. I'm just telling you, friend, when you go to your area of influence, whether it be at work or at home, wherever it may be, I, I pray that all God would use all of us to allow his word to flow through us. Look how, look how dry and dead people are spiritually in our nation today. I'm just, I'm just telling you to make an observation to it. People are walking around spiritually dry and spiritually dead. They're walking around and they need somebody that will walk up to them and let the word of God flow through them. The word of God that would flow through them that could say, you know what, I can take your hand, ma'am, and I know it's been dry for you and I know spiritually you don't see a way, but I know the way. I know the way. Take my hand and I can take you to Jesus. Give them the word. Give them the word. You're giving them life. You're giving them hope. And you're never going to be able to give something you, you don't even have. So I'm asking you today, friend, if we've ever needed a Bible revival in the church, it's the day that we live in. We need a word revival. We need people that are hungry to be fed from God's word, to be filled up on God's word, and to be receptive and say, here I am, Lord. You let your word flow through me. You let your word flow through me. Andy, I don't mean to, I'm not trying to embarrass you at all, brother. Would you come with me on stage? He's going to get me later. He's going to get me later. 
I'll need security to escort me out of here. <laughs> this is Andy Casual. Andy made a commitment and gave his life to Jesus just a few weeks ago. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, Praise, the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Andy, I had a phone call, didn't recognize the number. Called right back a little bit later, picked up the phone, it was Andy. And I could tell in his voice there was something going on there. There was a battle going on spiritually. He wanted to know if we could figure out a time, sometime later in the week that we could meet together. And I heard in his voice a man that was desperate. I said, you just tell me where you are right now and I'll, I'll get there to where you are. So he was at home. And uh, just knowing Andy and some of the things that he shared with me on the phone, I'm going to just tell you right now, and I'm going to be honest before the Lord and be honest before Andy. I was actually really discouraged because I knew he had so much on him. There was such a, a, a spiritual attack going on in his life, and I'm like, Lord, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to do. All I know is there's a man that's called and he wants somebody to talk to. And I went home and I told my wife, I said, Lisa, start praying. And she started praying and I went there. And as he began to talk there under his carport, there at his house, and share some things, all of a sudden, there was words that started coming up from feeding and filling up and allowing God's word to flow through me. And as he was talking, the word of God began to flow and he made that decision that, that afternoon right there under his carport. He says, I'm ready to be saved. I just need somebody to show me how. I need somebody. I need somebody to show me how. How many people are walking around like this just wanting somebody to show them how? Will you be somebody to show an Andy how they can be saved? I praise God for what he did in Andy's life that day. And I know God continues to work, and we give Him all the glory and all the praise. Amen. Amen. Love you, brother. Thank you for walking up here. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Would you all stand with me, please? How many of you want to hear the voice of God? Oh, amen, amen. I got a feeling that some of you have already been praying that. Lord, I need to hear your voice. Lord, I need to hear your voice for this next step in my life. I have some decisions that I'm having to make. Uh, there's, some, there's some circumstances that are happening around me, and I'm really not sure what's going on. But, Lord, all I can tell you is, is I just want to hear your voice. Would you please speak to me, and would you please lead me and guide me? I don't want to get out of your will, God. And the only way I'm going to have a healthy walk spiritually is to make sure I'm hearing your voice. So, Lord, we declare today, Lord, I need to hear your voice. If you need a right now word this morning, I saw hands lift up a while ago. Would you lift your hand again and say, that's me. I, I need a right now word for my life. All right, here's what I want you to do. Every hand that's lifted up, would you please come right now to the altar? I'm asking you to be obedient to God. Please be obedient to God. Even if you didn't lift your hand and you, and you just need a right now word, you need some wisdom from God. You need some peace from God. 
you're coming today because you want to feed on the word and you want the word to fill you just find your place around the altar here wherever you can get wherever you can get wherever you can get and I know many of you here today you have a heart to feed on the word and fill up on the word of God there's more people coming there's more people coming can I just remind everyone here today especially those around the altar that Jesus said his sheep would hear his voice his sheep will hear his voice God is speaking and just pray right now as Pastor Kevin gets ready to sing Lord I need to hear your voice so open my ears spiritually to carefully hear everything you're trying to say to me so I can walk in your will for my life I don't want to get outside of your will God and let's pray and then I'm going to pray over you